Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. (laughs) And this is Joy and Claire. And this is like our first group therapy Zoom situation. This is very exciting. Very exciting. Let's yeah. can we not call it group therapy. I don't no, like group therapy. No, well, it's fine. We're doing a check-in with all of our listeners. So everybody, we put out a message, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, where we were like, hey, if you want to get on a Zoom call, because everyone's doing that Zoom live, if you want to get on a Zoom call and talk with us about what's going on in your lives, please send us a message. And we got some great messages. And so this week, uh, we wanted to start with a group of our favorite listeners. And I say that wholeheartedly because we've known these listeners unofficially for like like the past four or five years. So we have Megan and Joelle who they went to our Iceland trip a couple years ago. They went with us to Iceland and we love them dearly. And then we have Tina on the line as well. And she lives in Brooklyn and they just have some really good personal stories of what's going on in their world. We're going to talk about that. And then we're just going to talk about life and we're going to, you know, we care so much about our listeners and our community that this was something that Claire and I wanted to try and connect with people and see how everybody is doing and Claire and I can talk about what's going on in the world and have fun with our lives. But truly what matters most is how everybody else is doing too. So we'll see how this goes. And Claire is on the Zoom call with the best background. It's like a scary castle. It's great. It's Hogwarts, Joy. I didn't know that. A scary castle. It is. I don't watch Harry Potter. (laughs) You've never seen Harry Potter, like I mean, I've seen it, like it's hot. It's like saying, like, oh, I've never a Disney castle. No, the Disney castle looks completely different. I'm sorry, I'm just so disappointed that you thought it was a scary castle this whole time. You were like, it so suits you, and I was like, oh, she gets it. You think a scary castle suits me? Like, am I a vampire? No, I kind of associated Harry Potter. I just didn't know it was that one. Here. Now I'm in the Great Hall. Oh, so there. Okay. That one I would have more, A little more iconic. Yeah. A little more iconic for sure. Okay, great. All <laughs> right. So let's start with listener Tina. Tina, I just have to say, I love that you've been with us. I don't know for how long you've been listening, but you're the one who sent me the Anthony cookbook signed yes. by Anthony. Yes. And you work for the Today Show. Tell our listeners what you do in New York City. So I work at the Today Show. I am a food stylist there. I've been there since, I want to say this will be my seventh year going on uh, being there. And I basically, with a group of uh, three other ladies actually presently, we um, all do all the food segments, all the nutrition segments. If there's food on the Today Show, we've done it. So that's, and a typical day, like usually I wake up at about 4.30 and... (laughs) I'm always, I know I'm always wondering, especially people who work in news, that's yeah. normal. That is like the normal life. You yeah. go to bed early, yeah. you wake up early. Mm-hmm. People are like, I'm in the makeup chair at 5 a.m. But yep. luckily you don't have to do like a makeup chair, right? Yeah. No, no, I don't. Um, uh, yeah. So I wake up at 4.30, you know, kind of get up and get out the door. I'm on the subway by, you know, 5, 5.15, get there. And it's kind of just like hit the ground running depending on how many segments we have that day. And we're in you know between six and six thirty, and just kind of moving throughout the day. The show is starts at seven, ends at eleven. So at eleven a.m., we kind of start prep for the next day. So it's like writing shop lists, preparing all the food, uh, and then basically after you prep, then you go into setup. Basically, setup is then like setting up all the segments for the next day, and then finally you get to leave. <laughs> So our days used to be about 12 to 14 hours, but they've uh, changed uh, last year, which was great. So now I, I work about eight to 10 hours a day, which is 
life-changing. That's still, that's still quite a day. Yeah. <laughs> is it so fun to work there? I just, it just seems so fun. I know like when you're working at a place, they're like the level, it's yeah. not as like super fancy as everyone kind of seems that feels that it is, but is it still like just super fun to be in that environment? It is. It's like every day is obviously a new day. And, you know, sometimes I'm on the computer and Al Roker walks by and he's like, teen, what's up? And it's like, oh, Al. Then I see, then I Al see and his crazy suits. I love yeah. you, Al. And it's like, you see Hoda and it's like, Hoda just makes everybody's day better. And everyone's just like walking around, coming back into the kitchen. What are you making today? You know, like celebrities are passing through the kitchen. Uh, I've seen Hillary Clinton come through the kitchen. Okay. So do you have any like fun celeb stories that you can share? Oh God. Uh, you're going to have to give me some time to think about that. Okay. While we're, but uh, tell me, yeah, think about it while we're, th- while we're podcasting. But Ant- you said Anthony was like super nice and Claire and I just happened to see him. We didn't meet him officially, but we yeah. saw him at the Create and Cultivate uh, extravaganza that we went to in February and he was just so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I the forgot the name. Was like, on, like there was like a period, I, they must've been launching like a new season or something. And they were literally on like what felt like every week. <laughs> and I was like, these guys are constantly here. If it wasn't like one of them, it was another one or it was all of them or they were just like always on. <laughs> and JVN was JVN on? Oh yeah, he's been on a bunch oh, of times. Great, yeah, <laughs> and he's probably just as amazing in person. Wild, yes. yeah, it's so fun. So something that was also, I mean, we didn't know this until you emailed us a little bit later, but you were like, "Oh, just so you know, I oh, tested yeah. positive for COVID nineteen. I don't want to treat this as, at all as like, what's it like? Because I don't yeah. want to spread fear. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to spread fear. But do you want to share any experience of like? Yeah, what you went through and yeah. what the temperature is like—no, no pun intended—like uh, yeah. in New York City mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's so funny because, like, you know, I went home on a Friday after work, and I just like wasn't feeling that great, and uh, I was like, mm, you know, like I'm just gonna like sleep this off. So I went to bed, you know, woke up the next day, and then just felt like awful, like my stomach was messed up. And uh, I was like, oh, you know, like I must have ate something bad. I literally threw out like everything in my refrigerator because I was so paranoid that I, I got food poisoning and um, was like in kind of in and out of it all day that day and just like in bed for hours. Next day kind of felt the same way. And then it was just like basically a series of just like different things happening to me, like just my stomach. I had a constant headache. Um, every time I would breathe in, like it would just burn. And then I lost all sense of smell and taste. And I was like, no, I, I cook, I eat. Like, like this I cannot be happening. Yeah. I was like, this is the most miserable experience of my life. I was like, I don't even understand why I can't smell or taste anything. I think I had a fever, but I didn't have a, um, a thermometer. So anyway, long story short, I went to my doctor eight days later, <laughs> the test came back positive and I'd kind of pretty much been through all my symptoms. I think the scariest part was the fear of thinking of I was going to give it to somebody else. Yeah. And then they were going to give it to Because when was the timeline else. of you getting getting tested or like when you were experiencing symptoms? Like what was that whole timeline? Was this like so it was, ago, a month yeah, ago? It was a three weeks ago. Three weeks okay. ago yesterday, actually. Okay. Um, so that was like when the height, like that's when we in Colorado went on shelter in place. Yes. And then so you guys were in shelter in place three weeks ago as well. Mm -hmm. So that's like right around the time when you got tested for it or when you had symptoms. When I, when I started my symptoms and then I got tested like three days later. 
is when the shelter in place had happened. Pretty much. It started happening. Like all gyms were close. Like it literally happened within like two days. Right. Like stuff happened fast. It was like normal life shut down. Yeah. 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 It It was, it wasn't a gradual process for New York. It was very immediate. Sure. So it's, you know, and it's been wild in in New York um, because like I said, you just, there's so many people. It's frightening when I see the amount of people on the subway, on the buses. I was panicked in the beginning because there were so many people in the park. And I'm like, what are you people doing? Why are there so many people in the park? Like having like, you know, um, picnics and like gatherings. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, are you guys not listening to the news? Um, so that was frightening at first. Since, since then, they've literally closed down every playground. Every playground is shut down. There's definitely more, less people in the parks. But I mean, it's, it's really wild here, I have to say. It's just like, you know, the, the hustle and bustle of New York has just come to an absolute stop. <laughs> yeah, we see the photos and the news stories or even yeah. on social media of how quiet it is. And you... New York City's the hum of New York City is what makes New York City New York City and I think that seeing those photos is something we will never forget. I also think because New York City is the one of the quote unquote hot spots of where you mm-hmm. have yeah. the most cases I don't know right now where the stats stats stand as far as the number of deaths, but it's almost three thousand. It's considered one of the largest yeah. hotspots right now in the United States, and so I almost wonder too if you're seeing I because I look around and I see all the other states that haven't gone on shelter in place yet, and they're kind of like really far behind. And there's a part of me that's like, this is coming. You're no, I don't think anyone can escape this, and I think mm-hmm. it's probably really frustrating as New Yorkers to be yeah. like, you guys, yeah. you're crazy. Like, shut it down. I'm just like, what's what's going on with your you know, politicians in these states. Like, what is wrong with you? Like, just, I don't care if there's like 500 people in your town. One person might get it, you know? And then it just starts. It's like, just shut it down. Like, it's not the end of the world to just, you know, like everyone's been saying, all they're asking you to do is stay home. It's not like they're asking you to do anything else. So do you think that people, and Megan, you can chime into this too. Do you think that people are seeing this at least in the beginning, like let's talk maybe three weeks ago and they equate it to like a prediction of a snowstorm where Mm. it's like, Oh, sometimes it's a bad snowstorm. Sometimes it's not a bad snowstorm. Sometimes it's just a sprinkle. Sometimes it's like a huge, you know, shutdown of the city snowstorm. That's where I feel like I see some people taking it of like, eh, it's not really going to be because it hasn't really hit home to them personally, which unfortunately that's just how we handle things is if it gets close to us, we're like, Oh crap. So have you seen that as far as like the people around you or the things that you, you've witnessed or even just your opinion about other states and how they're handling it? So I'm a teacher and we like when the, when it was starting right in the very beginning, obviously when you have a lot of people in a small space, like at a school, um, there's a lot of concern and I'll, you know, I'll say at the very beginning, I was like, hmm, I don't know, is it going to be as bad as they say it's going to be? Um, and then Tina, like you said, it went from like everyday life to oh. immediate. I was a coach, I'm a coach and we were in the middle of a game and our athletic director came out, came out and took us off of the field and ended our game in the middle of the game <clears throat> on a Thursday. And it's just been, it's been like that. Like it's been typical, typical, and then stop. And I think it really has been until the people who are in charge have seen something happen. That's when it, when it changes. 
And so for you, Megan, because you're a teacher, what are you, what's going on with the schools and like that quick transition to do all virtual schooling, I'm assuming? Yeah. So that was on a Thursday. So Thursday, they came and shut down our campus. Friday, they gave us the day off because we needed to figure out what we were doing. Monday, teachers had an online professional development day. And then Tuesday through Friday was online virtual school testing, seeing how things worked. And then we were fortunate that last week was our spring break. Um, so that was a planned thing. So we yeah, just that's, went on I've heard a lot of, I mean, a lot of my friends who are teachers too, they're like, yeah, it just happened around spring break where we just extended spring break to figure out what the heck we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. So last week, uh, girls were on spring break and then they extended it one day. So we got an additional day on Monday. Girls had off, but teachers had, again, another professional development. And then we started full-time online you're following your schedule. You have assignments. We're having classes online. Um, and what and grade do was, you teach? I teach middle school. Okay. Yeah. And you, you said girls. Is it an all-girls school? It is. Okay. <laughs> Megan, you're a gym teacher. Yes. How on okay. earth do you do, do you teach phys ed, gym, okay. <laughs> physical activity? You're like, on, send me videos of, of you running a 5K. Like, yeah. It's got to be hard enough to teach a bunch of fifth grade girls. Not in, online. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not on, like in, in person. I can't imagine like a less, I mean, I maybe I'm just projecting here, but <laughs> a less motivated group to do group <laughs> athletics. Yeah. And now you're trying to do it online. Yeah. So it has been better than I expected. One of the things about the girls at Kodora School is that they are incredibly motivated. Um, they're awesome, awesome kids. And I'm finding that if any of them are maybe less than enthused, they're the same kids that are less than enthused when we're in person. You know, it's hard, as hard as it is for us as adults to process what's going on and willingly stay in our house and not hang out with our friends. It is exponentially harder for kids who are in that you know, my girls that I teach are 10 to 14. What other time in your life do you form more oh my relationships than in that age range? Yeah, your friends um, or your family when you're that age. Yeah, so it has been really good. The girls are really great about coming into our, our hangouts and they're all very excited. They're like, hi, this is out there. Like anytime they come in, and they, you know, they've all said like, I just wish I was back at school. And even the girls who like, I'm using like air quotes, hate school. They have been the ones that are like, I never thought I'd say it, but I really wish I was in school right now. Yeah, it's really hard. And the interesting thing that I've noticed, because I work in behavioral health and we've been seeing a lot of teens and families and where the kids and teens, it's harder to do teletherapy with younger kiddos, obviously, and teens. Um, the teens are actually, the teens are a little bit better, but what we've noticed, especially in the teenagers, is they are actually doing better mentally Mm -hmm. than they were while they were dealing with all the drama and the emotion of schedules and parents and families. And so actually being home has kind of reset some of their behavioral health issues. And that's a really interesting thing to me. But I also noticed that they're just really wanting to get back to a routine. Yes. So, it's so, they, it's so interesting. It's been a lot of feedback of I'm less stressed, but I'm 
bored now. Right. And I just want to see my friends. Right. And, and stress can too be managed. Far, the other yeah. Side like of the stress, can, stress can be managed and stress can be a good thing. And I think it's just kind of like that place of while they're completely stripped of stress, then they're like, and now I'm bored and now I want to have some skills to come back and like deal with my stress in my old environment. But yeah, that's got to be really hard. So what is your lesson plan for uh, PE? <laughs> <laughs> so we have, um, there's about 85 billion different types of platforms that you can provide content on, which is really exciting um, and really nice. And so we just, for right now, my goal for the girls is to encourage them to do some type of physical activity, encourage them to move if they can, because the worst thing that they can do is just sit in their bed and do all their work and then go downstairs and eat dinner or lunch or breakfast or whatever, and then come back to their bed. So right. There's, it's hard with like the accountability piece, you know, I'm not there. I can't see them if they're active for 30 minutes or whatever, but it's just about providing them an opportunity, encouraging them to do the work. It's a little bit different with like the health classes that I teach that's content driven. And so there's assignments and they have to do work and submit things. And we use a lot of, we're on Google. So we do like Google forms and um, Google Hangouts, and we have all kinds of stuff that they can like share their documents with me that they're working on. So that makes it easy. But the PE piece is more about just giving them suggestions. Yeah. But I think too, like if you were my PE teacher, I would miss you so much in person. I think that <laughs> I think. In case Claire and I are not clear, clear, we adore Megan and Joelle so much. Like, <laughs> you guys are two of our favorite people. Um, but the connection that you have with teenagers, especially, like, they need mentors so, so much during this time in their life. So just to be able to, like, have that connection and have that relationship is so important. So at least you're kind of still be, a, being able to connect and can and check in with them. And I think that's super important. But I also think about all those kids that really rely on their, their teachers for that support, that, you know, morale boost, that encouragement that sometimes they just don't get from their home life. And, and I think to that point, it goes both ways. I'm a pretty extroverted person. So I'm a teacher because I like to be around people a lot. And like the thing that's going to stick with me forever through this whole process and through this whole thing, I think we had a a Zoom call with the team that I coach. Um, I just sent an email. I was like, girls, hop on this call. It was like our first official day of online school. And they all, the whole team hopped on the call and they were in uniform. Like, Stop. I almost... Yeah, oh my God. Yeah. I almost started crying. I was like, uh, the first girl so jumped cool. on. The first girl jumped on and it was one of my captains. And I was like, are you wearing your uniform? Like, oh, that's like so joking. Cool. You're a nerd. But then the whole team came on and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. That's so cool. That made my eyes water. That's so cool. That's so they're, cool. They're so sweet. I just, I miss them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And Megan, remind me, you guys are in living in which city right now? Yeah, we are in uh, Conshohocken, which is a town suburb of Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. So we're also in one of those hubs. Montgomery County in the very beginning was one of the like the places. And so we were quick to be one of the quarantined counties. Um, we don't have, I don't even think now. I don't even think Pennsylvania is in a full shelter in place, but it's like county by county. But we were one of the very first ones to be in that. So how are you guys doing? I'm going to ask that very typical cliche question. How are you guys doing? You and Joelle specifically, like, is, yeah. have you guys been like 
struggling Spending with anything. a lot of time together. <laughs> it's a lot of together time with your partner for sure. Well, we don't have children, so that's been helpful. A lot of Netflix. A lot of time with your animals, your cute animals. Yeah. So there's Bryson behind us sitting Aww. in a chair. So cute. This, we're doing this in my office right now. We're fortunate that um, I've been able to commandeer one of the rooms as an office for myself. And Joelle has been working from the living room. So we have like, she's downstairs and I'm upstairs. So that's helped. Good enough um, separation where you're not like, hey, I hear you on a conference call and I got to get online too. Yeah. I just close the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've been okay. We go on a couple walks a day because we got to take the dog out. We go food shopping once a week. And that gets us out of the house enough. I mean, Joelle's kind of introverted a little bit. So in the beginning, I think she was like, this is great. <laughs> and now, yeah, I can relate to that because I'm more on the introverted side. And even yeah. I'm just like, I'm over this. I'm really over this. But we will persevere because we want everyone to be safe. Um, Megan, I have to say as a side note, and Joelle, that Scott really misses the basketball season. Oh, I'm sure you, and and he loves, yeah. by the way, Scott likes to talk basketball and uh, connected with you guys so much over basketball <laughs> when yeah. you were in Iceland, but like he, this was going to be the Sixers season too. Yeah, so, he's um, really know. like he's really struggling. So he feels you in terms of um, just missing that outlet. And well, you know, he and just, I can play NBA Two K Seventeen together one day. Go, uh, pop, go. On, pop on the Xbox and we'll just awesome. play basketball. <laughs> he's playing video games as we speak. Um, <laughs> so let's switch gears really quick, Tina. I want to talk a little bit because I want to like use your food knowledge to uh, just chat all things food. Um, Megan did want to know how you got your job. And so why don't you tell everybody how you got your amazing job? Well, I used to work in cookbook publishing. So I was a cookbook publicist, which um, I hated because I don't like public relations and I'm not very good at it. So um, after I got out of that, I went to culinary school Um, did that. And then one of my chefs was like, I had to find an externship. And, you know, I went to a bunch of restaurants in New York and I was like, oh, I'm not really loving it. And he's like, well, don't you know people in California? Like go to California. And I'm like, oh, like it's that easy to just go to California. And I'm like, fine, I'm going to go to California. So like it's hard. Yeah. So, well, cause you know, you're, I'm from the East coast and I'm going to move to California to go do an externship. Like, yeah, I thought it was a bit of a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I did it. Have you always been on the East coast? Yes. I'm born and raised from New New Jersey. Okay. I hear the New Um, Jersey accent and I love it. Yeah. So I, uh, I wanted to go work, um, at Chez Panisse. That was my first choice, uh, to go work with Alice Waters and to just go to Berkeley and just have this amazing experience. And then I found out it was like a two year wait list. (laughs) So I was like, okay, don't have two years. I'm, this is also, I'm a little bit, I was a little bit older. I was like 30 maybe 32 at the time. So it wasn't, this was like my second, third career, you know? And uh, so anyway, so I went to this restaurant in San Francisco, did my externship, ended up staying there, ended up meeting a boy. We moved to LA together. We worked in restaurants there. Uh, ended up going to DC after that with said boy. And then um, from there, uh, from DC, we broke up. I moved back to New York. Then I um, worked uh, teaching cooking classes, which I love. Um, found out like I just, I'm a natural for it kind of. Like when you're really good at something, it comes across. And not, sorry, I don't want that to sound like. 
It's fine. You own it. You own it. You own it. You own it. I just like, I've been cooking a long time. So it just came very natural to me to teach the cooking classes. Loved that. Ended up leaving there, met a food stylist, became her assistant. And then honestly, just from there, it, that's how I got the job. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. The food styling world is very small. It's all who you know. It's not like a job you find on Indeed or Craigslist or or anything like that. It's basically like, are you good? I'm going to recommend you to this person. And then you just kind of go from there. Yeah. I was supposed to get married during this quarantine (gasps) time. You're kidding. When was your wedding supposed to be? It was supposed to be on March 20th. Oh, Oh, everyone's faces right now were like, it was a small wedding, but it was still not small enough. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Tangent, tangent. Sorry. That's so not what a are tangent. you gonna do? That's important. You know, it's funny because like I put the date on so many things, like the present, the ring, <laughs> you know. And I'm no, like, you put the date on your ring. Oh no! I mean, who thinks that it's not going to be that day? No one planned for this. No one knew this was. Oh good. no! Yeah. So it's just oh, my really gosh. funny. Like me and my fiance are just like, at least we're like, at least we know we really like each other now because. We're in it. <laughs> that is so such a bummer. When did you yeah. have to like when did you make the choice to call it off? What was that decision okay, so like? Basically, it was literally like I said, it was small. It was gonna be a city hall wedding and a big lunch with our immediate family. So really all we had to do Oh, like Carrie Bradshaw and Big. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I you know, we both had our we had our I was gonna say we both had our dresses. Now I had my dress. He had yes. a dress. <laughs> um that is but, so uh, cool. You know. All I had to do was basically cancel the lunch, tell all my family, you know, that kind of thing. So it wasn't that big of a deal um, because we were planning on having a party like later in the year. Sure. But it's still like, Of course. When you're planning. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. So can you, okay, like this might be a stupid question, but like if you wanted to, is it considered an essential function or whatever? Like could you still go to City Hall? I think probably it's, not. Yeah, I they'd think, probably be like, I think so. wait it out, guys. Kind of yeah. frowned upon. Yeah. Kind of yeah. frowned yeah. upon. Especially yeah. in NYC. Sounds like yeah. Brandon. Especially oh, I'm going to have yeah. to. Brandon brought me coffee. Okay, sorry. So that was a tangent. You can ask me a question. Oh, no, my gosh. That's no, that's not, not a tangent. I'm that's so glad so, you told us, though. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so when you do have your wedding, make yes. sure you message us so we can, like, yes, have I a will. celebration <laughs> and, and toast to you. We'll yes, toast to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so talk to us about food. I don't know about, I don't know, like, Part of me wants to be like, ooh, Tina, will you do a special private cooking class for like yeah. Mrs. Joy and Clara listeners? That would oh be my God, so that fun. Would be amazing. Tell me, <laughs> talk to you about food styling because I'm just curious, like, yes. what do you, is, you know, is there, are there hard and fast rules? Like, are there, mm. are there tips you can give verbally I for think, like making your yeah. look like a pile? Wait, what about like for all the Instagram peeps out there? Yeah. Are they, are they, do you look at them and you're like, that's not food styling? Well, okay. <laughs> so, so you know how they always say like it takes like 10,000 hours of anything and you become an expert at it? And it's like, I've done this for a really long time. I do feel like an expert in my field. And it is kind of annoying to see all of these people trying to sometimes, you know, I'm not a chef. I'm a cook. To become a chef takes years. Nancy Silverton is a chef. You know what I'm saying? Like, who's been doing this since like the 70s? Yeah. 
And it's like, I'm not trying to call myself a chef. So when anyone calls themselves a chef, that is clearly like a home cook or whatever it is, that's what you are. You're a home cook. And that's wonderful. That's great. No, 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 no. You don't just get to call yourself a chef. (laughs) No, absolutely not. Like when people are like, oh, you're a chef. And I'm like, no, no, let's let's not get it twisted. I'm not a chef. I'm not going to have all these chefs be like, Tina ain't no chef. Yeah. You know, so the way but- you feel about people saying chefs when they're like the Instagram chefs and they're not really chefs is how I feel about Absolutely. Help, people what are they calling called? themselves life coaches. Thank you, life coaches. I couldn't even think of the words. Like people calling she, she themselves life. She blacks it out. I, I black it out. I'm like, what are you, well, a life coach? coach? Okay. Yeah. You're not a life coach. Like, all of these people that have like, you know, a six month piece of paper, they took an online course and all of a sudden they're giving out advice. And oh, I'm like, like the nutrition. Yeah. The nutrition coaches drive me nuts. But anyway, don't even, don't even. we could go yeah. off on anyway, tangents yeah. there. Yeah. Okay. So chef, Eons above anyone else. Okay. Eons. So you're eons. a cook. I'm a cook. I'm a food stylist. So uh, in regards to your questions about food styling, honestly, food styling is just, sometimes you have to break down each component that you're making in a recipe. Like when you see a cookbook or something, like everything might be made completely separate and then placed on the plate to just look beautiful. Lighting is a huge thing. Your photography is a huge thing that comes into play. Television is definitely different than editorial. I prefer editorial work because I think it just looks more beautiful. But um, television is great because I have a steady job. I'm getting paid right now. I have health benefits. Um, So there are some pluses to working at a large company and doing the food styling for television. But if I had to say my ultimate passion lies in editorial work. So what are the things that like we wouldn't know about food styling? Because when I think of food styling, I think of like having to put ingredients in food that like make them look like they're going to stay. Yeah. You know, what? I think back in <laughs> to the make day, them stay and not yeah. melt. Like how do you make things not melt? Yeah. Like those are the so, things that I... <laughs> those are the like food stylists that have been... <laughs> I have to say, Claire's being very distracting because she keeps changing her background. So people are like, right now she has a uh, Tiger King, King background in a Tiger King, King Exotic. Hail you, um, cool cool Hail you cool cats and kittens. Hail you cool cats and kittens. So good. So good. Um, I also had momentarily forgotten that Megan is terrified of birds. Yeah. So she put something in the chat that was like, there was birds outside the window. And I was like, oh yeah, Megan's terrified of birds. Yeah. I gotta make, gotta put birds. Um, okay. okay. Anyway. Sorry, Tina. Go ahead. What, what was the question again? I forgot. Is it is it like the you know the, the oh, things you the see the videos you see on, stuff, on Facebook yeah. that are like this is how it it's really works it's glue yeah. and like so, so I think like back in the day they used to do that but then advertisers were like you can't basically you can't use anything fake you have to use real food uh, so I think after that you couldn't use like Crisco to make ice cream or things like that so now like you have to use dry ice if you are using ice cream you're going to use a lot of dry ice to keep that ice cream, super solid. But um, the one tip I think with editorial, Pam is your best friend. Pam is the lady that comes to every shoot. <laughs> oh, Pam. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, why? Just because it's shiny. Because it's, it's shiny. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes everything just pop. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah. Because sometimes you have to have food on set for a really long time. Like pasta is not easy. I do not like pasta. I don't Yeah. Because like it gets a little like Tacos get flat, yeah. you know? So those are really, those are hard things. Like salads, love making a salad because you have all these like pretty herbs and bright yeah. and everything just pops. But 
things like pasta is really challenging. Uh, like I said, tacos are challenging. Hamburgers are fun because it's like a stack thing and it's like you can work with that. But there's there is lots of little tips that you learn along the way. Like when you cook rice for a shoot, you boil it like pasta. You don't cook it like you would like in a in a rice cooker or in a pot. Like you boil it so all the grains don't stick together and you have this beautiful rice. It's, you know, you undercook pasta and then you shock it in cold water so it stays nice. Maybe uh, put a little olive oil on it. So it doesn't stick together. together. Yeah, yeah. See, I know that. If you're cooking pasta for like home. Right. Because you're like, Um, I'm just going to skip that step. I don't need anyone to think this is like a beauty shoot here. What is something you like to make? Even though you're a food stylist, what are some things that you just enjoy making? Which, by the way, you sent me cookies when you sent oh, the Antony okay. book, and they were so good. And I like um, you like salt. I do love salt. Um, my favorite, uh, what I'm like known for, let's say, at the Today Show is my granola. Do you like granola? Oh my gosh, I could just survive on granola for this. I'm gonna make you loves granola. granola. Yeah, I'm gonna make you guys granola. I, make, I will. Like, if I had like one thing to just be like, all right, you're gonna eat this for the rest of your life. Making a jolly raisin. Hello, we too love granola. <laughs> <laughs> We've got granola fans in the house. Okay, good. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make some of my granola and um, so guacamole. This is my other one. Uh, what else? Those are like my two. Wow, okay, what's your guac tip? Yeah, I feel like tip. everyone has their guac so, tip. I learned this actually from a Mexican chef that was on the show. So he took his avocado. Okay, you take out the seed. Blah blah blah, and then he scored it like you know, cut it into chunks or whatever, and then scooped it. Put it in the bowl. So it's, so you have some of the soft and some of the chunks. So you're not mashing it and getting like one cohesive sort of like. Oh, see, I off. score it and then mash it. Like you're describing don't scoring. I'm like, it. yeah, so. Don't mash it. Don't mash it. Don't mash it. So take out your avocado, okay? So you're a very chunky guacamole person. But, it, but it's got texture. Okay. Okay. okay? You need That's texture. You got to try it. You got to try it. So then, oh, I will. And then also, I'm either Diana Kennedy, very famous chef, you know, all Mexican food, says white onion purist for guacamole, okay? <laughs> now, so it's like, because it's a very sweet onion. It's, it's mild. It's sweet. I, I can respect that. Scallions. So scallions mm-hmm. are my thing. All right. All right. I'm simply scallion. I'm open. Tons of lime juice, jalapeno, cilantro, tons of salt. So basically, so then when you're mixing up the guacamole, you have chunks, but then you have creamy. So it's like chunky, creamy. Try it. I, I really think that... Um, we'll do a guac class. Cooking class <laughs> just for our <laughs> listeners would be so much fun. All right. We're going to take a quick break to talk about this week's sponsor. This week, our sponsor is Comrade Socks. You can support the podcast by supporting Comrade Socks. ComradeSocks.com, the discount code is JOY. I love these socks, especially I've been running a lot more, so I feel like my legs need a little bit more recovery, especially if you are working out differently, if you're traveling, if you're sitting, if you're standing. Comrade Socks was created to find a simple way to feel better and energized every day. They're not your average socks. They spent two years developing smart socks with all-day comfort, style, and certified health benefits. They're designed for everyday wear, so they're the world's most comfortable compression socks, from a padded toe and heel cushion to slide-free cuffs that keep socks in place all day 
They believe compression and comfort go hand in hand. Comrade socks are everyday essential, and they work great for preventing swelling, for more comfortable travel, sitting and standing for long periods, working at your desk or on your feet, speeding up muscle recovery after workouts. They're a great way to prevent swelling, discomfort, and spider veins during pregnancy. They come in a range of colors and styles that have the look of a casual sock. These are true graduated compression socks that increase your circulation, helping blood travel up from your feet toward your heart. More circulation means more energized legs, less pain and swelling, and more comfortable days. Their smart silver antimicrobial technology prevents odor-causing bacteria, so socks stay fresher longer. I love Comrade socks because I've been running a lot more, my legs feel like they need more recovery, and I stand a lot at work. So compression socks are really helping me recover with my legs. They have wonderful styles to choose from. Check them out, comradesocks.com. The discount code is joy. These are for everyone. And hey, right now might be a great time to send someone a gift, especially a healthcare worker. If you know a healthcare worker that is on their feet all day, they're working hard, they're saving lives, send them a pair of compression socks. What a great way to say, I love you and I appreciate you. Comradesocks.com, discount code joy. And we're back. All right. So as a follow-up, I want to know what, what food shows do you watch? So cooking shows would, or just in general? I don't watch a lot of food shows. I used to back in the day. I would watch more PBS. So like Rick Bayless, um, uh, Lydia Bastianich. I used to watch like those types of people. But um, I'm a huge fan, not only because I know her, but I think she's hysterical as Alison Roman. I don't know if you guys know who she is. Check her out. She does a lot of bone up. Oh, sorry, not bone appetit anymore. She does New York Times. We're all shaking our okay. heads. We're like, we don't know who that is. Yeah, so she does a lot on like YouTube. So you can go watch her videos on Tina's YouTube. Tina's making us so ahead of the game because yeah. you know. Like so Allison's the just NYC like knowledge. She's funny. She's got great recipes, and uh, I just like enjoy watching her cook because she just makes it kind of effortless looking, and I think that's what people relate to and and want to see more of. It sounds like it is like I feel like that you have one of those jobs that people probably are constantly asking you about it once they find out what you do. Yeah, it, it happens a lot, but but you know what? I, that's fun because I don't know. I mean, I think there's like a lot of people where you're like, oh, what do you do for a living? And you're like, oh, I I work in finance, and I'm like, yeah, that, that can mean anything, you know? Well, yeah. And <laughs> the other thing is like I don't know if it's annoying to you, but I I mean, we watch the Today Show. Yeah, it's a part of our lives, and it's a part. I mean, I've been watching it since I was a kid. You know, mm-hmm. so it's a you grew up. With with that so you kind of have this like romanticism of like oh that's so fun to be in a huge city and like everyone equates that with New York City of like yeah. the bustle and the I don't know the celebrity of it and just how amazing that city is and so I think like to have you connected to that we're like what's it like on the inside and I'm sure yeah. I mean still it's a job but mm-hmm. it's so cool and like all the people that are there are probably super nice and just like a fun a fun energy if you will that's like um the first time Bob Harper was on I know you guys are big Bob Harper fans Love Bob. And I I was so nervous like the day before <gasps> really? And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to meet Bob Harper. I'm so excited. And I remember like one of my coworkers was like, I've never seen you like this, you know? And because I was just so excited to meet him. I mean, I guess just because like I'm a CrossFitter and he was CrossFit. This was a long time ago. And it was just like this whole sort of thing. Like he was coming on for a 
for a cookbook segment. And it was like, I was going to say, what, what cookbook was it? Do you remember? I, I don't like, remember. Was it during like the biggest loser days? Probably. It was like, you know, he was on all the time. Like he's still on all the time. And it's funny now I'm like, well, now I'm now known as this like CrossFit friend or whatnot. Um, and, uh, yeah. Are you like, like in with Bob? <laughs> I mean, so I don't know if he knows my name, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, you know, I get to see like CrossFitters on the show, which is always super exciting for me. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a good time, but I also don't want to like, I, I hate to be like, Oh, I work at the today show. I usually say, Oh, I work at a television show. And then if someone prompts me, I'll say, Oh, the today show. But I don't want to assume that everyone knows the today show. You might've heard of it. They don't. Not everybody knows about it. You know, some people are like, I don't have television. And I'm like, okay. Like, okay. Crazy lady, whatever. (laughs) I mean, I don't have television. I still know what the Today Show is. Yeah, okay, fine. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's so fun when your personal life and your work life kind of like have little overlaps. Like I get that working in the natural foods industry, like mm-hmm. all, you know, like when we had Expo East last year, Christy Atkins did a workout one of the mornings and then like a lot of the influencers will come to the Expo East and Expo West and um, it's just fun. I love it. So I, I can relate to like, see people being like, I have, like, I know who you are. I follow you on Instagram. Let's, let's uh, start wrapping up with some more fun, like end of the podcast questions that Claire and I have been doing for the past few weeks. Um, and I was but just I, about to say, I feel like we should um, get some would you rathers going. Yeah. You, you can think of those. I'm going to ask you a question that a listener wrote in and I am dying to know too, because I want to ask everybody like, what's your fave Netflix show that you're watching right now to get you through this time in, our, in your life? Um, but someone asked Claire how, and I know you're looking up would you rathers right now, but like, how do you get through Arrested Development, but shit's not shit's Creek? She's like, yes, we have how can you love this. Arrested Development and not love shit's Creek? Please explain. Yeah, we have visited, visited. This I need question. to recap. I need to recap. It's because I saw Arrested Development for the first time when I was in high school. And I had oh, the, a, oh, that's right. Pre-show yeah. anxiety. Pre-show Pre, anxiety. It was back in my back at a time in my life where I had my baseline level of anxiety was much lower, so I could handle yes, anxiety-inducing shows. So, okay. and now that it's in, I know what happens, and it doesn't give me anxiety anymore. That's why. So, okay. it's fair. It's like a pre-existing condition. Totally, I can, I can watch it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Anyone else? How about Megan? What are you guys watching? We've been watching Survivor. <laughs> no. Oh yeah. my gosh, Megan! I feel like we haven't heard from you guys that much this episode. I want to, I want to hear a little bit more about like, just I don't know about, about your wonderful. Just eyes. talk, just talk. <laughs> Be interesting. Go. Just, here you go. Just th- think of something fun to say. Go. Yeah. Um, I actually were considering. Well, not we. I I was considering applying for Survivor. What? Okay. Yeah. Is Survivor still like actively happening? They have new episodes coming yeah, out? We're living it right 40. now. We're in season 40. Shut the front door. So I want to preface this by saying Joelle used to watch Survivor with her mom, like growing up, okay. and I have never watched Survivor. So now we're, I just have two feet in season 40, not having any background <laughs> information. <laughs> about like how the game is played and I'm like I'm going to apply to be on it <laughs> so yeah we've really we've really gone in does it do not like feel a little it? like too close to home yeah what do you what do you like about it <laughs> um I don't know I think I think Megan will be good at it because she like seems nice but then like whoa I don't know she is she's very nice <laughs> But 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 she's strated- she could strategize very well and she can like Good save, Joel. Good save. Good save, Joel. 
get in the inner circle. <laughs> she I, seems nice, but she can just backstab no, like a mofo. But I can't. Like, that's the thing. Like, I think that I would make it to, like, the middle of the pack because <laughs> I feel like I can get along enough well, well enough with people, but, like, I wouldn't be able to be, like, make that sly move. You're not conniving. No, no. I couldn't, like... You know, I couldn't like shake someone's hand or look them in the face and then write their name down if I said I wasn't going to. Right, right, right. Oh, that's maybe, so funny. Maybe I shouldn't have said that because now I just blew my chances. <laughs> Anybody who <laughs> listens to this, don't apply for Survivor. So that way I can win. <laughs> that's her first move right there. <laughs> maybe Jesus you're just point. like, you're telling us that now full knowing that you could do that, but you're already planting the seeds. <laughs> Playing the long game. Yeah. Very, very long game. <laughs> If we're at season 40, I mean, you have nothing to lose. Seriously. <laughs> Everything's been done. <laughs> True. Bring new life to the show. How about you, Tina? I, uh, we've been watching Ozark like an episode every other day or something. Okay. Trying to save it. <laughs> okay. So I watched the first season of Ozark. I wasn't in a place to watch it. And then Scott started watching. Is it season three right now that they yes. released? Yes. So Scott started. And I freaking love Jason Bateman. Yeah, love him. The cast a, is like a, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, and so I watched the first season, and I for whatever reason I just wasn't into it, and mm. um, it was like a little too dark for me. Whatever. Mm. Well, <laughs> Scott dark. was like, "I'm already in." He's watched the first two seasons. He's like, "I'm going to start Ozark season three. I'm like, "You go for it." I have like, you know, you try to do that like partner mm-hmm. alignment where you're like, "Am I going to if I start Absolutely. season three? Are you going to be behind? Are you going to get upset?" And I was like, "No, no, no. Go ahead." <laughs> I'm like watching it in the background because we have like a big great room and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. And so like I'm in, I'm like locked in. And so last night he's like, all right, I'm going to watch Ozark. I'm like, wait for me. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so good. So, okay. I'm sorry. I interrupted you, but you're like, you're like like rationing it because it's so good. We we always ration. Uh, My fiance really won't binge he just won't do it. He's like, I. We need to just like take totally. A bit of time. Yeah. Oh, something to really, look forward to. Exactly. Um. So we kind of just watch a little bit of television in the evening. We try not to have it on at all during the day, except maybe like the morning news. Are um, you cool with that, or does that make you I, full of honestly? Rage? I no. I'm not. I'm. I'm not bothered by it. Um, okay. I was like, this could be like. I could probably if, do if you two. Do, if you have incompatible yeah. binging personalities, like yeah. that could be a serious, Megan's gesturing like, yes, this is a marital yeah. strife over here. No, we're pretty much the same because I'm also watching Killing Eve. Have you guys watched that? Yes. It's amazing. Amazing. I mean, Sandra Oh, amazing. So good. And Julie Comer. Oh Jody my God. Yeah. Like don't even get me started on her. She's, but, I don't uh, even know how she, her talent is freaking so phenomenal. good. And I have one episode left and I'm like, just savoring it. I'm like, I don't want it to be over. It's yeah. Next one is happening. And like actually next Saturday or something, it starts. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I think we're just, we're watching Ozark. We're, we're watching, um, Tiger King. Of course. Um, yeah. You know what I were watching? You know what I wish that I would have saved and rationed out is love is blind. But okay. I just, I mean, I, part of me, no regrets, but I feel I like I just blew through. I couldn't do it. I, I got through, it. like, we got halfway through the second episode and I was like, why so am I wasting good. my time with this trash? These people are terrible. I can't listen to Jessica's so good. voice. So I, uh, good. I, I said, we watched one episode and then we were in the middle of the second episode and I, we were in the kitchen or something. I said to my fiance, I'm like, I don't think I can do it. That's literally exactly the point where I was like, I can't. 
Like what? Like the first episode where they're in the pods, it was like, okay, this is weird, whatever. But then by the middle of the second episode, when they started meeting in real life, I was like, no, I can't uh-uh. do it. So good. I said, we I can't do it. I'm done. I'm We're done. too early in the series for done. them to already be meeting in real life. Done. done. I was in. I was. Done. I was into the end, and I was very ashamed of myself at the end of it. But I already am feeling like I. I might need to like bow out of Tiger King. Yeah, that's fine. we've kind of put it on pause as well. Like it we haven't found maybe four days. Yeah. yeah, I don't like, know. It's fascinating, it. but I am yeah. also like, it's like too much of a train wreck. Train wreck. We were yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole time. What? Yeah, and you like hate yourself while you're watching it. That's how. Yeah. That's how I felt with Tiger that's King and Love, and Bl- Love Is Blind. I was like, I hate myself right now, but I am just. I need the mindless. Is it also like the mindless? Of your sort of industry, like the psyche of people, like does that what one hundred percent? Well, yeah. Well, I'm not trying to nerd out right now, but yeah, I've I've been trying to diagnose uh, Joe Exotic for like the past three weeks, and I have a pool going with all of my psychologist friends, and I'm like, what's his diagnosis? What's his? Mm. And so we've been trying. So yes, I completely sit and watch the human behavior. Hundred percent. That's love. Love is blind for me. Mm. And then a hundred percent the whole time, I was like trying to just go through the DSM-5 in my brain while I was watching Joe Exotic. So yes, you're right, Tina. <laughs> yeah, no, because it's like, I watch this and I'm like, is these people are attractive people. They have interesting stories. And I'm like, what's the problem? Like, why are they, yes. why do they need to be on television? So, well, here's the thing. And I also think of like the production team, the casting team. I like think of the whole thing. I don't do, I do not take this at face value. Of yeah, course, yeah. But like, I think especially, I think it's interesting, and I don't want to go on a tangent on Love is yeah. Blind, but I will say that I think that the people that were going on the show had no idea that it was going to be like this, that it was like mm. going to blow up the way that it did. So you can kind of tell they're just like ignorant about this whole thing and just kind of like, whatever, it's fine. It's just a fun experiment. And then all of a sudden it blew up. And then I think like the um, reunion show that they did, I wasn't super impressed with it because you could tell that like the fame had already gotten into their heads. And I'm like, yeah, this is this last lost its luster. Megan put in the chat, meth. That's the diagnosis. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Yeah. Sorry. It's very true. No shirts. Joy, Um, what was the podcast that you couldn't listen to that came out a couple years ago because you were like, these people have personality disorders and it's not being addressed and I can't listen to people just like- Podcast or show? It was a- I thought it was a podcast. Was it S Town? S Town. Yes. Is so good. It was that, like you lo- you like couldn't finish it because you're like these people have severe personality disorders and they're it wasn't, not being addressed. And, no, like, it wasn't. You, they're just being exploited. yeah. It wasn't personality. It was more of like there was something going on with S Town. Um, I think it was S Town. I w- I think you're right. There was something going on with the people in the characters in that show that they were glamorizing the whole case, but they weren't addressing the root issue, and that really bothered me. So there are some things where I'm like, oh my gosh, you cannot like, but no one else, no, unless you're like in psychology, in the field of psychology, you're never going to see that. Like you're never going to pick up on that. And then you kind of just get sucked into the story of it. But yeah, there's some things that just drive me nuts. Cause I'm like, how is no one addressing this? Or like you're turning severe dysfunction into like fame, which is actually, a, it's, I mean, that's a valid thing is like, sometimes we see celebrities and we're like, oh my gosh, they're like going crazy. And you're like, you kind of ride on the coattails of like watching that train wreck fall down. Like Britney Spears. Like Britney Spears, but I feel like the sh- some of the shows that are out there, like I think it was S Town, no one would know that. Like it's not as obvious as like a Britney Spears situation. But anyway, okay, okay let's close that with some would you rather's. 
So oh, go ahead, Tina. Tina. No, I just want to say about the Britney Spears things. After your last podcast, I was like, oh, let me take a look at Britney Spears' Instagram. And I was like, I didn't even understand what was happening. I'm like, is someone writing this for her? Because I'm. she looks crazy. It was crazy. That's all. <laughs> it's a lot to take in. It's a lot yeah. to take in. And we just send her so much love, Britney. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. All right. Would you rather have teeth that are super crooked, like not even functional crooked, or teeth that are as yellow as a banana? Uh, Megan and Joelle, let's start with you. Because you guys both have pretty nice teeth. Neither. Thank you. My mom paid a lot of money for these teeth. (laughs) Somebody one time, I like posted something about how in a lot of pictures, I smile with my mouth closed. And they were like, you either were born with or paid for those teeth. You show them. And I was like, you're right. I did. I have braces two times. (laughs) Probably crooked. I don't want people to think I'm like a smoker. Yeah. Oh. So crooked social implications of yellow teeth. Yeah. Yeah. So so what was it, Claire? It was um, crooked or yellow. Super crooked or yellow as a banana. Like not just like tinged. Like banana yellow. yellow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with crooked as well because crooked could be like really cute too. I mean, most of the famous models out there have like like crazy imperfect features that make like a little snaggle tooth. Totally. Yeah. Mm. Tina. I'm going to say crooked as well. Okay. Yellow just, yeah. It's going to be a pack of crooked teeth and it's going to be great. Okay. Would you rather sit or stand for the rest of your life if you could only choose one? Stand, 100%. For the rest of your life? For sure. Stand. For sure. <laughs> I, if I had to sit for the rest of my life, I would go insane. Yeah. I, I would murder like people. your body couldn't handle standing for as long as it could handle sitting. I could just fall down and lay down. No, that's not the question, Joy. Eunice, uh, you said nothing about laying down. Uh, sitting. You said if you could only choose one for the rest of your <laughs> no life. No one said anything about laying standing. down. Lay we down. Did, I we did say fall. something about laying down. <laughs> it's, not, it's not maintain a pike position. Like, sure, you could go around the rest of your life in a pike position. That's not a problem. Pike <laughs> position. Uh, I think I have to pick then. sit. Yeah. How you would you drive. drive? How would you drive if you were standing the whole time? Just a lot of people sit all the time. Just get on driving. one of those. Like if like, you have a mobility issue and you are in a seated position all the time, they live fulfilling lives. If you have to what stand is, all the time. What is Joe Blue Blue thread around in? A segue. <laughs> a segue. Yeah. You just segue everywhere instead of drive. That's a good point. You could segue. Okay. Would you rather have to drink all your beverages from a huge bucket or a baby bottle? Oh my god! Probably a huge bucket. Like, how huge are we talking? Let's say like a like the a circumference paint of your arms. Oh, that's a big bucket. Yeah, huge. It says. Okay, right. Can you so get, you're can like, I get a straw? like, lick it. Can I get a straw? <laughs> can I get a straw? Good no question. Follow no question. No uh-uh. straws are banned. Straws are banned. Um, probably a bottle then. Yeah, I'm gonna go with bottle. I think I'm gonna go with a bucket. Okay. If we, go go a rest- if we go to a restaurant, do you have to like bring your own bottle? It's a yes. BYOB. You have to BYOB bottle or bucket. Bottle or bucket. <laughs> yeah. Just like ask for an iced tea and just take the glass and dump it in the bucket. <laughs> yeah. And then you just have to like slurp it out of the bottom. Exactly. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Would you rather see colors that no one else can see or smell smells that no one else can smell? Colors for sure. 100% colors. I feel like the smell one is way too open ended. Well, it could go south real fast. 100%. Yeah. I, I don't see a downside of being able to see extra colors. I 100% I see a downside of smelling more smells. I'm going to go ahead. Colors. Tina's yeah, nodding colors, in agreement. Well. Colors. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's do two more. Would you rather float every time you tried to jump or jump every time you tried to walk? Wait, what? <laughs> Say like float in the air? Say that again. Let's pick a different one. That one's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Would Whatever you rather- it is, I'll float. It's fine. Yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> Would you rather constantly have to sneeze, but it never comes out, or have hiccups that last for four hours per day? Oh, no. Hiccups. Sneeze. 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 What? That's the worst. 
No, hiccups are awful. Well, it's really bad. Hours, but <laughs> Joel's really hype on this. Constantly. Mm-mm. Would you rather have hiccups no. for four hours or always have to sneeze and it doesn't no. come out? Sneeze. No. Fine. What? No. No hiccups. Absolutely Megan not. Just Megan just muted, muted her. Joel. She was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan just muted her. That's like, no, your opinion is not important. <laughs> This is how I'm going to win Survivor. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to be Zoom Survivor. Yes, totally. <laughs> Virtual Survivor. Mute. Oh, my God. I so think wait, I'd have to I, go with hiccups. Because I'm going to go with hiccups. No. For only four hours versus constantly, it'd be so distracting. Totally. I will I take know. the hiccups. I hate hiccups. I hate. I, I do too, I'm so but... loud when I hiccup. And it's... Oh, that's a good point. It would depend on the type of hiccup good you have. You're like yeah. a, like a... I'm a loud hiccupper. <laughs> And I, th- I feel like a follow-up question would be, could I pick the four-hour period? Because if I could get it out of the way, you know, from 5 to 9 a.m., sure, that'd be fine. Sure. Okay. Last okay. question. Okay, great. Would you rather have to fight 100 pigeon-sized zebras or one zebra-sized pigeon? I'm out. I Nope. Need yeah. it. Claire, Claire <laughs> did that just to torture me. I forgot that. No, I did it. I forgot the bird thing. Let's, let's pick a different small animal. Would you? What was the one that um, Gary told us? Oh, my God. It was like... Uh, it was horses and something else. Horse small. size, oh, a duck. yeah. A duck, ducks, ducks a duck. yes. Let's no, but ducks are ducks scary to you? Ducks are fine. Ducks are fine. <laughs> they don't. They're not a bird. They're not a real bird. If it's a goose, I'm out. Ducks, they're okay. Geese are geese are mean. Yes. Okay. They Would you rather mean. then let's we'll use ducks. Would you rather have to fight 100 duck-sized zebras or one zebra-sized duck? Um, 100. hundred is a lot. A hundred is a lot. hundred is a lot. But if Joel's they're tiny, really worried about this. <laughs> I mean, they're not duck? that tiny. A duck is like zebra-sized. Hundred of them could take you. Zebra-sized. Yeah. Z- that, yeah, those bills 100? could just knock you down, though. That's if you had point. one big Think bill. How big a zebra is. And then I mean, bill. I'm not going to win either of them. Add wings. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, and True. flight. And However, flight. okay, here's the point. What if you had a loaf of bread and you could just throw it? Problem solved. One loaf of bread, you're done. I don't know what zebras go for. Do they like sourdough? Just throw it some of your starter. <laughs> yeah, set. 100%. doesn't matter. A carb. Oh do, you have, do you have a carb? Crackers. And now the duck is taking care of. Ducks are easy to divert. <clears throat> I'm going to go with that because I, I understand a duck. I don't understand a zebra. <laughs> no. <laughs> we got to do what you others with more people more often. This yeah, is way this more is fun. so good. Okay, well, we have to wrap up to let everyone get on with their lives slash just wrap up the podcast. But uh, Tina, you're feeling better. Yes. You're on the mend. You're out of the woods. You're good. Out of the woods. Yep. Good to go. Okay. So what last comments would you like to say to inspire the world? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I would say I have been putting a lot more content on my Instagram now that I'm not working. So I'm trying to do little tutorials and give people recipe ideas and, you know, just kind of have some fun. um, Yeah. Because like I said, we're really not doing anything with work. So I'm trying to just keep myself busy. I'm trying to walk more, going to see all the different neighborhoods in Brooklyn and just trying to move and and I know this sounds occupied. stupid, but like I seriously feel because New York, New York is so serious right now. Mm-hmm. Walking is okay, or people like giving you the stink eye if you're like out and about. Like I no, even mm-hmm. in Colorado, you're getting judged big time if you're not out doing something with a purpose, like going to the grocery store yeah. I mean, as you should. But there's mm-hmm. just that societal pressure to make sure that you are not. So walking's okay. Walking, walking is okay. Bob you just- Harper was out with his dogs. 
Yep. Basically, if, if you're on one side of the sidewalk, I'll go into the street if I have to, if you're not willing to move over, because still there is a little bit of that, but I just move out of the way. Um, so I'm not, you know, walking side by side with someone. I try to walk, um, in less crowded areas. Like I said, I don't go near the parks. Um, I won't go for a walk in the park. We have a ton of side streets and I just walk all through there. So well, I'm so glad fine. that you're feeling yeah. better too. And yes, thank, you thank you for you. sharing with us because I think there's a lot of just, obviously we see the news and we see like the worst of everything. Yeah, and I think yeah. it's just really important to you to show how people are recovering and doing better. So really yeah. appreciate you coming on with us today. How about you, Megan? So unlike Tina, my Instagram has a lot less content <laughs> these days because I doubt that my friends want to see the bookcase that we put together yesterday, but who knows? Maybe it's wild. <laughs> it's wild and contracting. But yeah, you know, same. We've just been outside a lot trying to, it's nice. It had been uh, raining for about nine days straight. And so Oof. it's been finally sunny yesterday and today are like the first two good days of of sun. So we'll try to get outside a little bit, maybe sit in the backyard or in the front porch today. We'll see. Well, this is, I feel like this has been such a successful uh, first Zoom meeting with our listeners. And I mean, I say you guys are listeners, but I feel like you guys are more friends just because we've known you throughout the years. So thank you so much for taking your time uh, away from families and whatever else you had going on today, even though we're all on lockdown, I'm sure you still have things that you want to do with your loved ones. So thank you for your time today. And then listeners, if you want to email us, this is Joy and Claire at gmail.com. You can send us feedback, questions, or even if you want to join a Zoom call with us to do something similar like we did today. We had a lot of requests, so if you emailed us already, we're kind of trying to go through and sort things where we can put people on that have more similar interests or things, the topics that kind of overlap, just so we can get a lot of people on at the same time. But we're going we're gonna to see how this goes, so send us your feedback. Let us know how you're doing. Just let us know what you're up to and how you're surviving this, and this is a really important time for us to band together and support one another and send one another one another love. So thank you for joining us. Uh, everybody say bye. 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 That needs to stay in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> always, always putting oh, that thanks, in. Thanks, guys. guys. That was Thank so you. fun. Thank you. That was so much fun. I like want to just hang out now. I know. <laughs> yeah. People, people. Human it's like interaction. Fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm meeting uh -huh. it big time. Yeah. We can awesome. show you our bookcase. Look, this is the bookcase that we put Ooh. together. Ooh. Wow. Look at those That's cute nice. doors. Great. Great job. Yeah. And we didn't murder each other. So, you know, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Oh if goodness. you can if you can survive two and a half weeks of 
social distancing and quarantine and build furniture. That's yeah, that's true. true. You guys are like you are Your hashtag goals, relationship goals for my, sure. My uh, my yeah. fiance has become my cameraman. So he nice. films my cooking videos and nice. uh, adds in his commentary as well, which everyone appreciates. But he's nice. been, he's like, oh, are we making a video today? Like, he's like all on board and it's, it's great. Yeah. That is so cute. Tina, where can I find you on the internet? I'm um, uh, the underscore salt gypsy. <laughs> I know, shocking. I'm like a really, I'm like a salt addict. <laughs> I literally, I, t- I literally took notes on your guacamole. <laughs> oh yeah, great, awesome! I love it. What, what kind it. of salt do you recommend? Yeah, like, is I there, use, do you have a it's funny. I just actually posted on my Instagram about this. Um, my salt of choice is for everyday cooking is just diamond crystal. Ooh, um, like the big, it. it's like a big red box. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So because it's I mean, so mountains. we I, when I was in Social. culinary school, we did like a taste test basically between Morton's kosher salt yeah. and diamond crystal. And Morton's is a little bit uh, bigger and it's saltier. So yeah. you use less of it. Yeah. Um, I just salt. personally like the taste of Diamond Crystal and now I'm just so used to it. Um, so like when I add it to things, I know what I'm, what I'm like adding, I guess. And um, so I, tr- I don't buy the Morton's because it's literally completely different. And then yeah. I use like obviously the Malden or like a flaky sea salt. But it was funny. I was going through my cabinets the other day and I was like, damn, I have a lot of salt. <laughs> I just like different salts and I was like, wow, I didn't realize I had this many salts. Did you love the salt episode of Fat Salt Acid Heat? Oh, I love Samin. I mean I she, love her. Uh I want to be her. Oh, that's friend. that's someone. She came on the show and we were all giddy, giddy in the back when she came on. I mean, you I remember like Al Roker was like, I've never seen the entire food team out here during a segment, and they like flashed to us and he's and you're like, like you're like, you're a big deal right now because she was like, you know, there's very few chefs that we work with that cook with us. Totally. And uh, like Bobby Flay, do you guys know who Bobby Flay is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, um, he always cooks with us. And I really appreciate <clears throat> that because he wants to know, he wants to taste his food. So does Padma. Um, oh, well, I love her. Padma, Padma's like we not my favorite person, but she likes me for some reason. So... I appreciate her and she really does. She comes in, she wants to taste all her food. She made probably one of the the best things I've ever made at the Today Show was was a Padma recipe. What was it? It was a green uh, pork chili. Ooh. It was literally one of the best things that I've made there. Yeah. Wow. It was that, 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 that memorable. Yeah. Um, I feel like Samina is one of those people who like, you just look at her and you think we would be friends. Oh, I probably would have been friends with her if I had that externship at Chez Panisse. Yeah. See? Oh, my gosh. You were like a half step removed from <laughs> so, being in the I inner so circle. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But <sighs> she's great. She's really just huggable. Yeah. I That's love so that about cool. people. I, I mean, like I don't love hugging, adjective. but I appreciate when they are huggable. Yes. Yeah. I like that adjective. She <laughs> gives a good. She gives a good hug. And to me, like, a good hug says a lot. Totally. Heard Oprah gives great hugs. I, would love I knew you were gonna say that. You know, I was like, oh my god! Oprah. So Oprah, Oprah was on the show. <gasps> okay, and I, I mean, okay, this is this is this was a big deal. How okay? did you leave this out? I may have to edit this back in. Okay, so Oprah was on the show. Okay, and she was bringing a big basket of fruit Cars. and vegetables. Oh. We didn't know Cars. what it was, <laughs> but we were like, you may have to make something with it. And I was like, oh my God, you know? 
So we had an earlier segment and then Oprah. And Oprah's never been on the Today Show. Never. So this was like big deal. When, yeah. when was this? Probably like, ooh, maybe like two months ago. Oh, oh recently. Recently, She'd never yeah. been on the Today Show? Never. Well, she had her own show. Why would yeah. she need to be on the Today Show when she has That's her own great show? Point, and she Megan. was ABC. <laughs> She's ABC. We're NBC. Yeah. Ooh. Competition. Competition. You don't, you don't cross stations. Yeah. 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 So, um, and she was like, there was, they were doing something and she was like, I want to meet Hoda. And Hoda was like, I want to meet you. <laughs> so it was like this big thing between Hoda and Oprah, you know? And uh, so anyway, so it was in a, it was in a different studio. So I had to like run across the street and like hurry up and like see what she brought us. And my coworker, Katie was like, she brought us avocados. They want your guacamole. And I was like, oh yeah. This is my time. I'm I'm trained for this. My guacamole for Oprah. I was like, I'm hired. Give me those white onions. I was like, I can't believe that I'm about to make guacamole for, for Oprah. Like I'm going to have a new job. So, okay. Okay. Let's get this straight. You just gave us the recipe for the guacamole you fed to Oprah. Yeah. Oh, and also, Oprah. Ina Garten asked uh. for my granola recipe as well. <gasps> yes. Oh, uh. Ina, the best. I love okay. her. Oh Your mom was here. I love Ina. Ina is like huggable. She gives good uh. hugs. Did you give Oprah a hug? Okay, so I'm going to finish the Oprah story, and it's yeah. not a good ending. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay, okay, okay. She's okay. like, I hate your guac. No, oh, no, no, no. So, you know, they're every, in, in the, the television world, they want something, they don't want something. They want something, they don't want something. So I make this guacamole within, like, literally five minutes, okay? And they're like, we don't need it anymore. No. And I'm like, what? You're like, I'm just going to go sit in the back and cry into my guacamole now. It's pretty much what I did. All we were able to do was wave to Oprah. I thought I was going to be like brought on the show and like, right. who makes this guacamole? Like present her avocados in guacamole form. It was no. like the saddest day ever. Oh, uh, I mean, what an emotional so We got a wave. We got poster. a wave. But that was it. Does she have an entourage? She did um i think that we could have probably gone up to her if we'd asked one of the producers sure you know? but you're like you want to be respectful there was so yeah. much hysteria sure we didn't want to be like another person totally so we just kind of let it be Wait. you're supposed to be professional <laughs> about it yeah it's oprah exactly. yeah we're not supposed to be excited at celebrities you know we see them every day they're just no, like they're, us no they're not <laughs> no they're not <laughs> there is not a single celebrity that is like me at all. I mean, it's Which is why, if they why were, Megan Halber said for Survivor. <laughs> well, this is why I'm not a celebrity, because if anyone was like me, they wouldn't be a celebrity. Yeah, like, I mean, you name it, and I've pretty, except maybe Jennifer Aniston. She's one I have not. She hasn't been on the show. Julia Roberts, haven't seen her. What about um, Sandra Bullock? Have you ever met Sandra Bullock? You know, it's funny that you said that, because her sister um, is a pastry chef. Ooh. So she comes on the show all the time. So yes, I have um, mm. seen and met Sandra Bullock a couple times because she's like segment bombed her sister's right. segments. Got it. She's just sweet. Oh, that's so fun though, celebrities. I feel yeah. like Jennifer Aniston would be, oh my God. Yeah, just... that would be, a, uh, an, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. Yeah, we, but and you name it, pretty much they've probably been on the show. Just okay. uh, give El Roker away for me. The, our, um, Babies? The like... Ranks Rumble. outside of my bedroom are breaking okay, down. So great. <laughs> gotta go for okay, it. Gotta shut it down. Thank you guys so <laughs> Thank much. You guys. Well, it's so fun. I'll be re- releasing this this week, so you'll hear great. it on Thursday. Awesome. Cool.
All right. Lots of love. Okay. Thanks, guys. guys. Thank you so much. Bye.